Okay, so that concludes 20 minutes of silent meditation. I would encourage you to keep your eyes closed and join us in the third step prayer. We do the prayer here at this meeting very slowly, very deliberately. Uh, we actually do um, what the prayer asks us to do <clears throat> and, and not do what the prayer asks us not to do. And we do the prayer one breath at a time. So in keeping with the meditation. So for me, the first line of the prayer is the word God. So I breathe in the word God. And I think what the prayer is asking me to do in that first line is to connect with it, to find a way to open that channel. So what I do personally is I just breathe in and out and continue calling to this thing we call God or higher power, trying to make some kind of a connection to that spirit that is inside of me. <clears throat> And I breathe out the next line of the prayer. I offer myself to thee. And I take a few breaths and I just consider my commitment to that prayer, to that line of the prayer. How committed am I to offering myself right here, right now, all of me, to my higher power? <clears throat> Breathe in, to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. And I take a few breaths and I sit quietly and I try to see if there's a sensation or a knowing or a feeling of what my higher power might want to build with me or do with me today. And I breathe out, relieve me of the bondage of self. And I take a few breaths and I try to see what it might feel like or sound like or be like. If I had no bondage of self, if I had no story about anything, no opinions, no old ideas, just an open, quiet mind. And I breathe in that I may better do thy will.
take a few breaths and I think about how much better could I do God's will right here, right now, if I had that quiet mind, that open mind. And I breathe out, take away my difficulties. And I take a few breaths. And I look at my day-to-day -day so far. And I try to see what have been my difficulties today. Where have I had difficulty in being the man or the person that I think God would have me be today. And I breathe in, that victories over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. And I take a few breaths and I think about the rest of my day today. And I think about the people I might come in contact with. And I think about how I might affect them if I truly was an example of God's love and God's power and God's way of life. And I breathe out the last line of the prayer. May I do thy will always. And I allow myself to smile. And I take a few breaths and I just picture myself right now, right here, doing God's will always. Whenever you're ready, gently open your eyes. Allow yourself to become aware of the seeing that's happening. As soon as you open your eyes, you start to see. Try not to get caught up in what you're seeing. Just try to allow yourself to be conscious that the seeing is happening. I just identify what I'm seeing to my higher power, trying not to attach a story to it. I see a flower. I see a box. God, I see a window. I see a wall. I see a thermos. I'm seeing. Try to stay connected to your breath right here, right now. And this is the way of life.
This is it. To be present, to be conscious, to be where your body is right now, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I believe that whatever I'm doing right now, that this is God's will for me. I believe that it's God's will for me to be here at this meeting right now and to be talking and to be asking that power to, to speak through me and to meditate with me and to pray with me and to be with me right here, right now. And I believe that this is exactly where I think my higher power wants me to be. I'm open. I'm open to not being here right now. I'm open to going wherever it might guide me to go. But I think this is what it wants me to do right now. And that's why I'm here. And that's what I'm doing here. I am not here to teach you anything, to give you anything. I'm here because this is where my higher power thinks I should be. Or this is where I think my higher power wants me to be. And so the beauty of that is you don't owe me anything. You can come and go as you please. You can participate or not participate. You can meditate or not meditate. It's none of my business what you do. Because I'm not doing this for your attention or for to be here with you. I'm not. I'm here because this is where my higher power wants me to be. Uh, by the way, I'm Randy and I am alcoholic. I'm allergic to alcohol. I can never ever drink alcohol successfully again one day at a time today. I cannot drink alcohol. Ever. Not because alcohol is good or bad, but because I am physically allergic to alcohol. If I drink alcohol, I am going to have a physical reaction to it. I'm going to crave it. I'm going to drink it. I'm going to black out from my allergy to it. There's no telling where I'm going to end up and when I'm ever going to be able to stop again. None. Because of the allergy. But the reason that I would consider drinking alcohol today, knowing what I know about my allergy to alcohol, is because I have a disease. And I have a disease that centers in my mind. And it's a disease that talks to me. And it talks to me in my own voice. It would be so much easier if it talked to me in your voice. Because then I could say, hey, shut the hell up. I'm not interested. But because it's in my voice, I'm interested. I think it's important. And I believe what it says. And what it says is, you don't have enough. You need some more. You're going to be happy one day. It tells me this all the time. You'll be happy one day when you get X, whatever X is, whatever it is. But it always has something and it's always headed in that direction. And it's always going to be happy when it gets there, except for that the cruel trick of this disease is that there is no there there. There is no there. Wherever there is that it's telling me is the there that's going to be the place where I will be finally okay and happy and joyous and free. Whenever I get to that place, wherever it told me that was the place I needed to get to, if I get there, it says, oh, oh, my bad. We need this and we also need one of those over there. 
So don't get too comfortable here. We're going over there because there's where the happiness is. And it's always, always over there. It's never here, ever in alcoholism. So I'm going to have to treat this disease. I'm going to have to have a treatment. I'm going to have to do it today. I'm going to have to do it right now. Because this is the only moment that the disease could be treated. And it's also the only moment that I could be in a relationship with a higher power. And the craziest thing is, is that the higher power in step two, it is the higher power that is the thing that restores me to sanity. It's not reading. It's not going to meetings. It's not not drinking. All of those things are important. But none of those things treat my insanity. None of those things treat the disease of alcoholism. They're very important. I go to a lot of meetings. I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of praying and a lot of meditating. But none of those things will treat my disease right now because I'm not doing those things right now, maybe. Or maybe I am. Because it's available to me right now. I could be in this relationship with this higher power. I could be praying, God, could you be with me? right now. Could you help me to be present? Could you help me to be here at this meeting? Because my body's here. Could you help my mind be here? How crazy is it to take time out of your day to sit in front of your computer and look at a screen with a bunch of little faces on it moving around? How crazy would it be to come and sit here and look at this screen and not be present? I do it all the time. I go to meetings, I sit down and I'm looking at the screen and I'm talking to myself about Hawaii or how much I weigh or how much money I have in the bank or what I'm going to do later or why are the other guys at work getting the better leads. And I sit here at this meeting where I could be present and be reminded that there's a power greater than myself that could restore me to sanity right now if I would put my attention there. But I don't want to do that. I want to figure out where that there is that when I get there, then I'll be happy. And I am mercilessly obsessed to get there. At the end of the first step, it says, I stand ready to do anything which will lift my merciless obsession. Today, there were no newcomers here when we first started. There might be some now. There, there were no newcomers here. Uh, if you're new and you're newly off alcohol, you might be mercilessly obsessed to drink alcohol. And if you are, I would encourage you to ask this thing that nobody knows what it is really, but we call it a higher power or God. And when, when I was new, I asked this thing to help me not drink one day at a time. And I went to a meeting every day and I got a sponsor and somehow I didn't drink every day. And so that higher power relieved that merciless obsession. But with time away from alcohol, eventually that merciless obsession to drink gets turned off, right? And all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, I got all this extra time. I don't have to talk to myself about how much I'm going to drink or where I'm going to drink or when I'm going to drink or what I need to have when I get there to drink. And the drink thing goes away and there's almost a quietness that's a little disturbing because... 
because that voice is gone, but then it starts up again because the, the ego comes back and starts talking to me about where I live, what I drive, where I work. It starts talking to me about there, about getting there and being happy there. And it never goes away. I'm obsessed. I have the, uh, I have the delusion that one day, one day I'm going to get there. The way the book says is, is that I have the delusion that one day I'm going to wrest satisfaction and happiness out of this world if I only manage well. Well, manage well means get there. Get the thing. Get there. If I can manage well to get there, then I'll be happy. And that's a, that is a delusion that that's going to happen. It's an amazing piece of literature. That one sentence is so deep and it keeps popping up over and over and over at a deeper level and a deeper level and a deeper level. Oh, oh, if I just practice the Course in Miracles, I'll get there, wherever there is. If I just read the right book, I'll get there. If I find the right teacher, I'll get there. But there is no there. The there is right here, right here, right now at this meeting, right here, right now. I'm, oh, um, I feel bad if I'm like taking away your dream of how happy you're going to be when you get there, but I'm sorry, there is no there. The there is here. It's always been here. It's been hidden right here in the now. This is the best moment there ever was. I, I can see some of you laughing because you're enjoying this moment right now. And being reminded, being reminded to get back to here, especially around Christmas. Did you get what you wanted? Did you get the present you wanted? Did it get you there? Did it work? Are you still there? It's three days after Christmas. I guarantee you, even if you got exactly what you wanted for Christmas from the person you wanted to give it to you, by now you're finding fault with them or something else. <laughs> it's not funny. It's sad, but it's funny because we all, because it's, because it's, because this disease that we think we have is, we don't, I don't have it. We all have it. It's exactly the same disease. You have the exactly the same self-talking mind that I have if you have alcoholism, I'm sorry to say. If you say you have alcoholism, you have an unsatisfiable, fault-finding, opinionated mind that's always in a hurry, easily frustrated, and can't stand the word no. That's, that's the most simplest, boiled-down version of how the disease manifests in my life that I could come up with. So, so the beauty is, is that right here, right now, I have always, always, always had everything that I need to be okay for this moment right now. I have all the money I need right now to make it through this moment. All of it. I don't need one penny more to get through this moment because I can see you all and nobody's asking you for money. Nobody's banging on you right now for, to give them something. And all the air I need to breathe pretty much is being provided. Thank God we don't have to buy air yet. We buy water now, but we don't have to buy air yet. All of my troubles, 
in this moment right now, if I have any troubles, all of them are of my own making. They're all a story that I'm telling myself about what's wrong in my life or what's going to go wrong in the future or what I did wrong in the past that's going to affect me wrongly in the future. All of my troubles are of my old idea are of my own making. And the only way out is I have to have God's help. Because evidently, I can't get rid of this self-talking mind of my selfishness and my self-centeredness on my own power. I have to have God's help. So that's what I was intuitively guided to talk about today. I am sure, I'm positive, this year I'm doing the Course in Miracles again. I had a chat with Phyllis about it today earlier. I'm going to start back at the first at the first exercise on January 1st, and this time I'm going to get it right. This time I'm going to do it right, and I'm going to be healed, and I'm going to be happy, joyous, and free every moment of my life from the first on. That's how crazy the mind is. That's how crazy it is. Nothing will ever bother me again if I do the Course in Miracles properly. I've done the steps a lot of times. I'll do them again this year. We're going through them right now. Uh, uh, I do them as we go through them with you. I, I'm not doing them for you. I'm doing them because I have to do this. So again, right here, right now, I have to reconnect with my higher power. Could you be with me, God? Could you guide me and protect me from my mind? Could you help me to be with you right now? Could you help me to be the man that you'd have me be? Could you guide me and direct me? And I, in rightly relating myself <clears throat> to my higher power, my mind gets quiet. And I'm able to enjoy this moment right here, right now. And that's the only way. The only thing that restores me to sanity is rightly relating my life to my higher power in this moment. That's it. Money, jobs, cars, Christmas gifts, vacations, work, no work, wife, no work, none, wife, no wife. None of that restores me to sanity. And nothing has to change. Nothing has to change on the outside for me to be perfectly okay on the inside right here, right now. For me to be in joy, to enjoy this moment. Okay, I promise now I'm going to stop talking. Uh, we're going to open the meeting up. Uh, I record this meeting and we make it available on, a, on some podcasting sites. Um, so if you share... If you don't ask me to stop the recording, it will be recorded and it will be available for other people. Um, um, that's it. If you want me to not record you, you can ask me either in the chat or you, privately or you can ask me when you start to share. If you'd like to ask a question, you can ask a question. And by the way, um, we talked about pre-Christmas, uh, we talked about the gift of being present. And we talked about uh, asking the people in your life at this at these gatherings to um, ask them about their lives and be present for them. And so if any of you remembered to practice that, I would love to hear about that as well, uh, if you wanted to share about that. And so we're going to start with Atlanta. Hi, Atlanta.
hello. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. So I might as well just tell the whole group and then we can follow up later if, uh, if need be. Um, so I have a, I'm a lot of alcoholic. Hi. I have a dysfunctional family. And, um, you know, I really heard what you said about, you know, your present being your presence. So I did also get presents, but <clears throat> I know and I've known like my dad's a narcissist, so when I communicate with him, that's what I'm gonna get. And if I don't want that, then don't talk to him. Like that's the way it goes. Um, I know, you know, uh, I was doing it for my daughter to be of service to her because those are her grandparents, and you know, so I knew that if I was going over there, it was gonna be to be of service, and it wasn't about me. Well, guess what? My mother canceled Christmas after all that, and that I was not prepared for. And, um, because <laughs> you know, I was all happy. Oh, guess what? I, you know, I'm gonna, you're out hurt, you know. So, what do you do when things fall apart? I mean, it's so funny because, you know, and part of it may have been me. Um, my brother betrayed a confidence. And my father made a snarky remark, and I was done. And, you know, out of protection of my daughter. And, um, you know, it's a tricky, it's a tricky situation because I shouldn't be covering up for her. And I've since learned, you know, daughter, either you can tell this family member or I can tell this family member what you did. You know, and I, I, um, I learned a really hard lesson this Christmas, you know, um, yeah, so, you know, I just keep coming back because, you know what, what are we going to say next? Well, next we're in the now, we're here, you know, you keep going, like, that's the way life is, you know, when, you, when you're at this point in your recovery, like, that, you just live wide open, like, you live free, like, you know, my sponsor always tells me, even after losing my full-time job, imagine that, God took away my full-time job and I still overschedule, like, it's a problem up here, like, I'm not, I can't even be spontaneous when God's freed up my life energy to look at some other options so you know the problem as you said is in here and it talks to me with this voice and you know what i'm saying and here i am to hear other people's voices <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks yeah it's funny it, it's funny to hear you describe your mom canceling christmas as things falling apart because it, it all fell into place it all fell exactly into place and it went exactly the way it was supposed to go. So it all fell together, actually. I mean, I don't know one thing about what happened, but I, but I know that it didn't fall apart. It fell into place and, and whatever was supposed to happen, happened. And you got to have that and still be present for whatever that was. So, Nancy? Okay. Hello. Um, my name's Nancy and, um, I've just heard about prime time, um, yesterday. So I went to a meeting yesterday and then someone told me about this meeting. I was a little late. Um, so I apologize because I just found out about it. I am an alcoholic. Mm. I'm an addict in so many different areas. Mm. And, um, I've been, I've been clean for a lot of years mm. and I'm a mess. Mm. I'm like, and I've been like scaring myself. I don't know if this is okay to say. 
but I've just been so much in my head. And I haven't been able to get out. It's like when I'm with other people, I do better. But when I'm in my own head, I just go from one thing to the next. Mm. So when I, um, this is like I said, the second meeting, but everything that you've said and everything that I heard yesterday, is, is, you know, it's, a, it's an ism, you know, it is definitely a problem with my brain. And I was like fully, you know, functioning like a few years ago in a job and all that. But I was always keeping myself busy, you know, just working, keeping myself busy because it was just too hard to stay with myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm not working now, so I have a lot of time with myself. Mm -hmm. And and I tell stories in my head, like mm-hmm. like it could be stuff with my husband, but it's kind of like it's always something like I'm doing the food wrong, I'm not eating right, or... You know, it just goes from one thing to the next, and I'm feeling it in my body now. Like, my nervous system is so, like, a mess. Mm-hmm. And, 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 like, I just seem so different than what I was just a few years ago. Like, mm-hmm. I was just covering everything up mm-hmm. with, um, with just the activity so I didn't have to be with myself. Mm-hmm. And so I hear hope here. Um, I do hear hope here, and I heard hope in yesterday's meeting, and some of the people that I'm talking to, um, it really makes sense. I want relief, you know, it's like as the addict who wants relief, I want relief, but I, I, I'm like not using so many different things. It's like I'm so raw, I'm off caffeine, I'm off all the stuff that you could use because I can't use anything like in moderation in a way, you know, I always want the numbing. I'm afraid to stop talking because I just want some relief. I hear you and I feel your pain. I've been there with lots of time, but this, this is a program of recovery, not a program of failure. And if you uh, reach out, there are some lovely women on this call today. And I would encourage you to reach out. One of them already put their phone number in the chat. So um, I would I would definitely call some of the women on this meeting and stay close. And Thank you. Uh, yep, you're getting better. You're getting better. Rick? Rick, alcoholic. Hey, Randy. Hello, people on the screen. Um, <clears throat> yes, I really liked what you shared last week about uh, Christmas. Uh, so I already had this list in my head. You know, what I want to talk about, I haven't seen these people in a year. Hmm. I have to tell you everything that's going on. Listen to me. Listen to me. Um, so I took your advice and just shut up. And basically, you know, spent some time with my mom and my dad and my sister and some people individually. And just ask them questions, follow them questions. And then I shut up. And I didn't wait for Tom to interject. I just listened, you know, and let them talk. Let them talk. Such a better time. I lived, I had, the whole weekend was so much nicer. You know, I had no agenda. I had nothing that I had to unload. I had no information that needed to be said. It wasn't important. All my baggage is not that important. Um, what was more important is being present for other people and, and giving. 
and it just was such a better experience. Um, so thank you for that. I really appreciate that. It was one of the best weekends I've had mm. with my family. And uh, the best thing is, is I just didn't have to do much. I just had to follow up and, and be of interest, you know, seek other people's, uh, what they wanted to talk about. And just be there for people. Mm. It was great. So thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Rick. Thanks for sharing that. This thing does work. It really does. Allie Joe. Good morning. Hi. Hi, everyone. Randy. Good morning, Randy, and everyone on the screen today. Allie Joe, I'll call it. Hi, Allie. Um, hi there. Randy, I know that you touched upon this, but I just have to know more. How do you really stay in today? Like, how do you really stay? I get the presence. My presence is the actual present. I have two young children. I have two little boys. They're four and they're six. And they're just full of energy and full of life and big emotions and tantrums. And, you know, they're just, they're experiencing life. And life gets lifey. <laughs> and I'm trying to stay more present in today. My thing is not so much, I'm not worried a lot about the past, thank thankfully. I think if I would to say, like, my fear is more about the future, but I know I can't control the unknown and the fear of the unknown. So how, what do you do, Randy, or anybody else who wants to share on their experience? Like, what else can we do or I do? to stay present in today? That's a great question. And uh, one of the tricky words that you're using in that question is to stay present. Uh, you okay. can't stay present. Nobody can stay present because that would, that would be projecting into the future of a staying of something that is only possible to do right now. Sure. So the... So, so what happens is the disease uses this idea of I'm not going to be able to stay present to actually take me out of this moment right now. So the idea that you could stay anywhere, no, you can't stay there. All you can do is be here right now. And the way that I be here right now is through rightly relating what's going on in my life to my higher power right now. Okay. That's it. There's That's no it. tricks. There's a practice. That's the practice. The practice, practicing, uh, uh, rightly relating myself to my higher power. So when I'm looking at my kids, I tell God what I'm seeing. When I'm driving in my car, I, tell, I talk to God about my driving. Instead of talking to God about my bank account. Because <laughs> I can't stay present. And if I'm adding up how much money I have in the bank while I'm driving down the road, when I'm not even spending money. That's crazy. But my, my disease tells me that if I add it up and it hits the right number, then it'll shut up about the bank. But it never does. Never does. So the, the thing that I do the most to be connected to the now is just say, God, look at me. We're sitting in front of a computer right now. Could you be with me? Could you help me to be present here? Oh, I'm breathing. Being connected to the breath is very connecting to the now because you can only either be breathing in or breathing out or holding your breath now. And so being reminded to breathe or, or that I am breathing, when was the last time, really, literally, even since we meditated till now, was anybody aware that they've been breathing since we stopped no. meditating? No, no. 
No, we're all already thinking about what we want to share about or why we don't want to share or what would be the best thing to say and so I could look really good. And, and my mind goes and it goes and it just goes. It goes. Does not want to be here because it, it's, uh, it can't, okay. The disease cannot be alive in this moment. In this now, right here, right now, I am 100% healed of alcoholism. And that terrifies the ego and the alcoholism. It wants to be the power for my life. And it's terrified of being here now because it dies. And I get to be reborn right now with an open mind, with no story and with no old ideas or new ideas, just being present. So... Thank that's you. that's the best answer I have. I don't know. I I really I'm not that great at it either. I'm I'm here because I'm usually there. <laughs> I'm here at this meeting today because I'm usually there, and this meeting is where I get to be here most. And it reminds me. Oh yeah. Oh maybe I should try to be here now. David. Hi David. I'll call it. Hi David. Thanks, Randy. It's good to see you guys. Um, good to be here, show up for my recovery today and for my life. That's what this is really about for me. Um, been a little lot, been a little distant recently. Um, but um, I believe in the, been believing the stories in my head. I've been obsessing a lot, like always, believing in these delusions that I have. And um, everything's been happening for a reason in my life, and everyone's been happening for a reason in my life. I, I'm working with someone new who's been like such a gift in my life. Really, um, did a lot of grace and been great to work with someone and share my experience, strength, and hope with them. And that's been helping me with my experience, strength, and hope is carrying this message, you know, and it's been really rewarding to me. And that's been giving me like a fire under me to really go for this thing again to work with other people and to see that it's, um, I have to carry this message and be with, and to, uh, that's my job now to carry this message and to be for here, be present for my life and to be healthy and safe and with God, you know, it's really important for me right now, today, right now. And, um, yeah, I've just been thinking of myself a lot lately and I've been out of it, but I've been hitting little bottoms. There's little bottoms, you know, people get a little uncomfortable and then I come right back to this, but I haven't been this meeting in a little, a little while and it's good to be here and hear you speak again. I need my Randy today. It was really good to hear you. And, um, yeah, it's just hitting these little bottoms and coming back to turning. That's all I have to do. I just have little bottoms now. The delusions, you know, that's all it is. It's my life. There's no destination like you're talking about. It's just the journey. And I have to remember that there's nowhere to go to because it's just right now. And um, I've been on that path, I've been on that path again. It's been really exciting. Come back. I've been coming back a lot, going out, come back. I mean, not going out drinking, just going out of my head. I'm just going out of myself. And mm. it's been really rewarding to come back and just to work with other people and to, just to see that this really works. And so glad to be here and um, hear you, Randy, again, and her, everyone else. And I just want to share that, share a little bit of where I am right now. And um, thanks, guys. Thanks, Dan. Good to see you. Phyllis. I was just not here. I was there. Uh, I was obsessed with a sentence. You can't have two masters. What is it? Something... They, oh, yeah. Something serves you or wants them. I don't know. Maybe somebody will come up with a sentence. They'll know it or something. Anyway, that being said, Nancy, you walked away for a minute. My heart just went, please come back here. Um, 
you just cracked my heart open, girlfriend. Just really did. And so much with so much identification with the pain that the mind that that the mind has a, I, I was caught I thought it it was out. The mind is it's hijacked. You know, and I just was I can't say it was a minute ago, I was where you were, a second ago. And that is in time 20 years ago. It doesn't matter. But I really I identify with being just consumed with the pain of my mind. And there wasn't a, a, a turning to. There was not, it was all the disease centered in my mind that I didn't know there was a possibility that the channel could change or could be changed by rightly relating myself and be willing to do that. The willingness, for some reason, that's what I thought of when I offered myself to, the, to you. When the first sentence of the first, the third step, I'm offering my willingness to you. You know, that's what I can offer today. And you know, um, Nancy, please, I, I, I'd love your phone number to give you a call, you know. Just come here and be here now. You know that book by Rhonda. I you don't have to read it. Like read it's not in the books. There is comfort though when you do experience a line in there that you can identify. There is momentary comfort in that. But uh, I'm just thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing yourself with us. And Randy. I love your chuckle. I chuckle with you all the time. I don't know what that's about. But the chuckle is so invigorating. It's so attractive. I don't know what that is, but it's it's here right now, right that's here right when you when you chuckle, I chuckle. Nice. <laughs> um and it's good to feel that. It's it's a it's a blessing, it's a joy. You know, um there is no there. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't want to have a crosstalk with Phyllis. You said all what I wanted to say. The dignity that I'm here, the, the, the peace that I'm here, the sanity that I'm here, it just makes my day. It's, I have to go drop my car, pick up my daughter, to 10 million things at this moment. But you know what? I came here and I did my meditation. 
for myself, not for anybody else, for me, 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 me. And that's how I start my day every day with my meditation, reading, writing, going to the meeting and doing my gratitude list. If I don't do it, I, I, I am in a mess. I am in a disaster. I am in a, I'm going to go buy, buy chips, buy ice cream, sugar, Coke. Uh, these are my drinks. These are my alcohol. But this is the way I could keep myself in sanity to come here, to be in one piece at this moment. And if I don't come here, I am in a mess. I am in a disaster. And I, ha I keep having to do the work over and over and over. And I still left my phone number in the chat if you want to call. I'm here. And it's been 25 years I'm here with the AA, overeating, Al-Anon, uh, everything you name it, five, six program I have. But I, I cannot stop. I want more, more, more to peel that onion. And I don't care if anybody nags. I was on the meditation. My husband went on. You don't have to go drop the car. You have to pick up the car. You have to do I do not care about anything but me. Me, me, me. So thank you, Randy. Thank you for all the work you do for us. It, it's just, as the fellow says, I, I have to come here and to be with you guys and do the meditation. Otherwise, it's just my life is a mess. Thank you. Thank you, thank thanks, you, thank Phyllis. you. Oh, Shirley, thanks, Shirley. Uh, Al. Hey, everybody. Al Alcoholic. Hi, Al. So I've been here for a couple of months, right? And uh, Lars called me out unknowingly a couple, uh, in the last meeting. I think he said, uh, if you don't share, you're just taking, not giving. So mm. I think it was time to push it, push the button. So it's good to see you all here. Thanks for everyone who puts on the meeting. Randy. Uh, personal thank you for your message every time um, my sponsor says don't put anybody on a pedestal but it's fucking hard when somebody uh, tells you something that you know you have and says it in just a way that you completely understand it mm -hmm. and also makes it sound <clears throat> kind of cool mm -hmm. so I appreciate that but um, look, I want to share some gratitude today because uh, when you said uh, going into Christmas into the, on the holiday seasons to this was my first I've got 11 months and 14 days today sober um, thank you and that's all that's all free okay and you talked about getting to Christmas Day and asking about other people because this is our first you know this is not all about us anymore and so I woke up on Christmas Day and I was going to a family occasion I live in Spain so I've got no family here I was going to the family do with my son's mother and I did what I normally do. I woke up and I prayed, I meditated and I prayed again. But it was, it just went, it went different. I got there and I've never had, I've, I've told everyone since, absolute silence in my head. It was mm. so quiet. Mm. And so I, I rang somebody to share, um, the, the person's in the meeting now, my friend AJ. And, and I'd, I'd also share to other people your message of you speak to other people, ask them about their life, ask them what they like. And so she reminded me to, to use that silence in my head to do what you said. And I did, and I found out 
you know, people I've been speaking to for seven years since I've lived here, I don't know what they do for a job. I found out what they do for a job, you know. Close people that I supposedly know well because I wasn't looking for, you know, I wasn't looking, I wasn't self-seeking continuously. Uh, and, and it was it was a real gift. And, and so thank you for giving that to me. Um, my higher power gave me the opportunity to do that and, and you gave me the idea of how to use it. So I really appreciate that and I appreciate this meeting. Thank you very much. Thanks, Al. So everybody shared. Um, I'm going to say this and it is with a very heavy heart that I tell you this, but we have uh, a gentleman who came to this meeting and was very instrumental in bringing other people to this meeting. And, uh, and he had many years of sobriety and he actually took his life on Christmas day. And that's how powerful this disease is. Uh, he's been here. He's heard the message this way. Not that it's special or whatever it is, but he resonated to it and he understood it and, and was around it. And, and it was not enough to save him from his mind, from that self-talking mind. So we come here and we have fun and we joke around and we laugh and we insist, I insist on enjoying my life. But this is a very deadly disease, and, and there is really something to it. And it does, it kills a lot of people drunk and sober, with and without the message. So that self-talking mind, I just have to be aware that I have it. That's why I talk about it every time I share. Because I have to be reminded that I have it and that it needs to be treated. It needs, I need to be able to turn. And, um, you know, it's so tragic for everybody involved. Not just that, that this gentleman is gone from the planet and he was a, just a, you know, every interaction I had with him was amazing. And, and he brought amazing people to this meeting. And at the same time, it, it, didn't, it, it couldn't heal his alcoholism. Uh, in that moment, in that moment, uh, I know that he had some recovery from time to time. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I, I know that he had some recovery. So I just wanted to share that because it's, it is all fun and games to be sober. It's amazing to be sober and, and it's amazing to be grateful. But I do have to remember that this thing kills most of the people that get it. And that's why I'm here today, because I don't want to die of alcoholism with many years of sobriety. And I am just as vulnerable to the disease as that guy was. It could happen to me. All it takes is lose something that the disease says, oh, you're, you'll never be happy again. You might as well kill yourself. It doesn't tell me to drink. That's where it goes for me, too. It hasn't done that for a very long time. Knock on wood, I haven't had a... I haven't had one of those challenges, but it will, it will, it will. Things will pop up that if I obsess about them, uh, they will, they will have the power to kill me. Um, 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 so I practice, I practice every day and, and it needs to be practiced every day. And, uh, we're going to end with Eric. You got, thanks Eric.
Hey, I'm your alcoholic. Hi. Grateful to be here. Uh, thanks for all that you didn't give us today, Randy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, better for having uh, been here. And, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, this, this person taking their life and, and the, the dark night of the soul, man, I had that ha- as well on Christmas morning. I was in the most despair I've been in in many years. And it's just like the, the wave of I'm trapped and I can't live this life anymore. It's just not working. And there's nothing I can do about it. I'm trapped. And I, the disease wouldn't let me out of that space, you know. And <clears throat> I think anybody who ends up taking her life. I've heard this said before, and this is not my my thing, just reiterating that in that moment, there really is no choice but for a person to, to end their life, you know, and uh, there's, there's, you know, all the tools that have been learned over the years, it's just, you know, and, and boy, I just don't want to get there, you know, um, and I could feel it, I could definitely feel it on Christmas morning, and, uh, um, but I did, I, I did get up and move, you know, uh, I, I did open a book and, and, and started to get into all the treatments that we learn here. And, uh, you know, by three o'clock, I felt like I could, you know, I could get past it and, and, mm. and just not be the, the self-centered uh, bondage of self mm. person uh, any longer for that, for that part of the day, you know. And, uh, you know, it, it's just such a, a powerless place to be. Um, and uh, thank God there's a power greater than me that I can turn to because that's what it was. Like you were talking about talking to God and you're in traffic and talking to God and whatever you're doing, I just started doing that as well. And, uh, you know, reflecting on gratitude. And, you know, so and by, by the evening, um, we got together with the family and I, for the first time ever, like sang karaoke. <laughs> so there's the polar opposite that I went totally ridiculous and put myself out there and, nice. and had some, some fun that I didn't ever have before nice. with my family and, and tried to, as you talked about too, the taking my presence to the thing and participating in other people's joy and what they want to do to have fun. And it's, what can I do to, 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 to help with that? And, you know, so, wow, this, this, this program really, really works. And you just, you know, I have to stay on it. I have to, it's a daily thing and it's a, it's a fun and, and, and free daily thing uh, that I get to be a part of. So I love you all. Thank you, Brandy. Thanks, Eric. Thanks. I'm glad you survived. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, got to keep practicing right now, right now. Uh, I appreciate you all so much. I'm so grateful that you all came here today and, and that we got to share this time together. It is, uh, it's beautiful. I am so grateful that I get to be part of a group like this. And half of you didn't share, and I know that, you're you're all beautiful because I've heard you all share before and and it's just it's just phenomenal that we have this. Uh we're going to do this again on New Year's Eve day, right? Saturday is New Year's Eve day. So we're going to meditate together on New Year's Eve day and pray and and uh and practice some gratitude. Uh 
again on New Year's Day together to kick off the new year. Um, so if you can make it till there, I promise you on Saturday, you will be so happy. <laughs> oh, that's um, terrible. Sorry, I'm just kidding. Just enjoy this moment right now. If you make it till Saturday, we'll do it again and we'll enjoy ourselves again. I appreciate you all. Okay, so we'll take a moment of silence. Then we'll do the uh, serenity prayer together. And then um, if you want to hang out for about five or ten minutes after the meeting and have some fellowship, we can do that too. Okay. Okay, if you'd like to, you could unmute yourselves and we'll do this right new prayer together. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Oh, I didn't make it so you could unmute yourselves. Sorry about that. Now you can. Sorry about that. All thank right. you, Randy. Thank you all. Thanks, Randy. Have the best day. Thanks, Randy. Thank you, yeah. Randy. Nice to Randy. see you, Ann. Thanks, Randy. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Al. Thanks for sharing. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. Thank you all. Randy. Have a great day. Thanks, Ann. Have nice a great day. Well done, Hi, Cindy. Namaste. Hi, Randy. Namaste. Thanks, Randy. Namaste. Thanks, Lars. Good to see you. <laughs> Namaste. Oh, is Nancy on? Nancy, would you like to put your number in the chat? Oh, it already is, Phyllis. I did. Yeah. I, I don't know where. Let me let me see this. I can say it to you if you want. At twelve eleven. <laughs> okay. At twelve eleven. Perfect. I'm slow at writing, but I'll get it right now. <sighs> Thanks, Randy. That was a lovely meeting. Thanks, Venetia. Yeah. Happy yeah, holidays. Really yeah, great. It's beautiful to still the mind. I love what you said about um, that we can't, that how the mind wants to stay present. So it nails it. How it wants Randy. to... Oh, sorry. How it wants to what? Stay present. How it wants to stay. You know, it becomes a goal. You know, if I could just stay. Present, oh, if I could then, stay, if I could just stay, yeah. then I'll be okay. Just you stay can't now. stay. Just do it now. Yeah. So, so that means if I would just stay means not, right? I oh. guess. I mean, no, the idea not. that you it's could secret. stay, that you could do something later means you're not doing it now. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yes. The idea, <laughs> that's exactly it. I, I, nobody can do this forever. Uh, and and that is absolutely one hundred percent true. Nobody can, and you don't need to, and and nobody can. We can only do it right now. Period. Right now. Period. That's it. And now it's now again. And now it's now. It says that that sentence in the in the big book. I stand at the turning point. I stand there now. This is it. It's not a wedding or a big job offer or something big turning point. It's this moment right here. I'm going to turn. At the end of this thought, I'm going to turn. I'm either going to turn to God and have my alcoholism treated 
or I'm going to turn to self and have God ignored and, and be all alcoholism. And there are no half measures. None. Exactly. None. No, yeah. no. Yeah. you can't wiggle out of it. I mean, you can't. <laughs> you wiggle away, Phyllis. <laughs> yeah, right. We can wiggle away. Wiggle. Enjoy yourself. Now, a, enjoy really your wiggling. <laughs> it really helps, Randy, the, the, the way that you phrase that, you know, the, that the mind doesn't want to be there. It just sort of, it, something settles and rests then. It's like, aha, of course. It's like less of a of sort of, you know, something relaxes into the moment. Because yeah. it really but, but the mind wants, there is a desire somewhere inside of us to be of service, to serve. Yeah. To serve a higher good, to serve a higher power. Wow. Only if we allow it, Phyllis. Only well, if we well, allow it. Yeah, that's why I said willingness. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. um, that was lovely. In the, from the heart, Phyllis. From the heart. Who, yeah. who from the heart. we are, yeah. who we are is 100% present right now. That's who we are. This story, this made up, make believe, earth ride character that I call Randy is concerned about the future and the past, but who I really am is not concerned. It's yes. only it's only able to be present right here, right now. But Randy, you've unpacked this so much. And I unpacked that ego, the ego mind is really part of it. It's the freedom to it. But I still go there. I still go there also. I still go to the future. I still go to the past. I still get excited if I make a sale. It's still exciting. And that's okay. I still get upset if a sale cancels. Even though I know some are going to cancel. I still get upset. Yeah. Randy, I didn't do anything on, what was it, Christmas Eve? Yeah. And um, I had all, I had thoughts, momentary thoughts of, oh my God, of people asking me, what am I going to say? What am I going to the thoughts come, they come, come, come very, very quickly. And what I was drawn to was putting out to everyone that I love sentences of gratitude. Nice. That's what I was drawn to. I don't know how that happened, but it happens inside of me rather than being in lack, which I know so well, the ego knows so well. It turned, not by my doing anything other than turning, mm-hmm. something other than I gave my attention to. Nice. You know, which was, and not it passed, all was good. Exactly. In the moment, because that's what I did in the moment, each moment. Yeah. Each moment. And I'm not saying it wasn't, I, 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 the mind wasn't doing what the mind does. But there's an alternative to that. There's a choice. You put your attention on your higher power. Julie, did you want to say something? Hi, I'm Julie. Um, I'm new to this meeting. I came to it last year um, when I was trying to get sober again. Um, And I did this meditation with you guys. And I... I had, I had 90 days this month and with the sponsor, I came back, um, I got a, sp- a primetime sponsor right away and thank God I did. And, um, I, at first I was originally thinking so much like that repetitive mind, you know, I was thinking about the meditation and I wanted to ask a question about it. 
I do meditate every day. I listen to my breathing. And, um, you know, I, it's funny. I When I did the meditation with the counting, I, the question was, when we um, breathe in, like we do one and then one, two, then count down. Like my question is, if we get interrupted, do we have to start over again? Like get, <laughs> is that, I was, do we do that? I love that question. I love that, that question. Because somehow the ego like says, you, the ego wants like to say, yeah, no, the ego says, oh, we were at nine, just start at nine. Like nine is better than breathing in one, breathing in nine is better. Right. It's yeah. in, that's insane. Isn't that insane? The, the practice is to breathe in <laughs> and count the breath. And My ego mind. does not want to start back at one. It wants the to. Ego. When my ego says, that ego says. Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm not going back. To no, we're not yeah, starting at one. I'm not going back. I did do that. I yes. did go back to one. Start back at but one. I, start I back at one. Meditation. I did go back to one every time it lights yeah. up. But I just, you know, I really enjoyed it though. You know, yeah. of course I was like, oh, this, this isn't going to work. You know, this meditation. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. have my own, but I found it very, um, very interesting and very. You know, Randy didn't use the word humbling. But it's an ego displaying humbling exercise. Yes, yes to is. go back to one is very, yes. uh, the, the oh ego God, does not yes. want to do that. Go back to one. Yeah. Brandy, yeah. Uh, question. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Julie. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I don't know if Nancy's still here, but um, no, Nancy's gone. You know, everybody's talking about, I, I had, you know, quite a few 24 hours before I went back out in 2019. And honestly, I, you know, 14 years and like I never had that dark night of soul experience until I went back out. And it wasn't the drinking or the drugs. It was my mind yeah. like that. You know, I didn't have to, I, I don't think I really realized how devastating, you know, this yeah. disease is. And, yes. you know, I'm so grateful that I'm in prime time now because it describes it so well. Yes. You know, and um, I was talking to my sponsor last night and, you know, meeting makers don't make it. You know what I mean? It's not about that. It's about our relationship with God. That's so right. I'm just, you know, want to kind of put myself out there and uh, claim my seat in, in prime time. And, you know, I'm really grateful to be here. So okay. that's it. Thanks. Okay. Julie, you're so speech. fortunate yeah. to have prime time early right at the beginning, you know what I mean? Yeah. In years to hear the message of the disease centers in my mind. Right. Yeah. I'll just say, still hear that. Yeah. Get the prime time. So I, I understand. God bless. Thank you. Okay, two quick questions. Um, first, Randy, you were talking about the miracles. You're going to do something again. Is oh, that something you're Of course in miracles. Gonna... A Course in a Miracles. Cor- on Miracles? It's, it's a book called a course, of Mir- a course of Miracles. And you're going to do that? It's just a self-guided one. You're going to do yourself. You're going to do it on your own, right? You're not going to guide so, people through it in the meetings? Look, it's a, that yeah. book is written in a very peculiar uh, uh, form of poetry. That is so challenging, like one sentence. Every sentence in that book has a, at least a double, sometimes a triple or a quadruple negative. Wow. And you have to unwind every single sentence to see. It, it says you cannot not do something. And so it's telling you to do that thing that it's telling. And, and yeah. it's, it's mind boggling, that book. The first time I read it, it took me 32 years. 
to get through the text. 32 years. 32 wow. years. Me too. I, was, I think I was 32 years sober when I, was, I started that. No, I finished it at 32 years sober. Somebody gave it to me in my first year. And I started reading a page here, a page there. 32 years later, I finished 700 pages. Well, I probably need definitely someone then to go through it with me. As I there are lots never... of groups. There are lots of groups. Are there? Yeah. And, and Phyllis has and shared a group with me, and somebody else shared a group with me today. So, if, if you hi everybody, have a good day. Hi, Julie. The universe will show up for you. Yeah. The group will show up. I promise you. Okay. And then, but you have time. to keep AA number one. I will. Course in Miracles is an add-on. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. not. It's not the the. It's. In the discipline of the 12 steps is where I find the relationship with the higher power that I need for my sobriety, for my emotional sobriety. And the Course in Miracles just allows me to see how to practice it better. Okay. Thank you. That is helpful. Yeah. Uh, and then prime time. I've been, like I said, I have eight months and one day today yeah. of sobriety. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I wanted to share because I did. I don't think I shared at the beginning of the meeting. Um, and Randy, you also, I know, well, so prime time, I'm familiar with it, right? But I don't really understand the difference. Is it like a group? Is it a meeting? Is it like a platform that's separate from like the other meetings that I've attended in, in California? The, 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 the answer to that question is prime time is a group like the Pacific group or the Atlantic group. Oh, okay. okay. It's a okay. meeting. Makes... It's a format of a meeting. It's Alcoholics Anonymous. Okay. Are you in it's... California or New York or Arizona? Arizona. But yeah. this is not a prime. Arizona. This is not a prime time meeting. I don't say that, but this is no. not a prime time meeting. I am not part of prime time. I've been to the me the personally. Ones Nothing. And applications yeah and that's a part of it right Prime no time. this is principles and application that's okay. what this meeting is okay never mind then and all I'm it is all it is is a format for a meeting we meditate before every meeting for 20 minutes and some of the group some of the people that lead these meetings do the third step prayer some don't but okay. it's a it's another format and it's all aa there's Got no it. there it's that just a, it's just though. a name it's just the name, and, and it's a, yeah, it's a format. I went to pri I went to primetime for twenty two years by Venetia, but it's it's just a meeting. I mean, it, it's okay. a meeting. It's a format. It's a way of talking about the the program. I, okay. There is no primetime message, and there is no principles and application message. The no. message is Alcoholics Anonymous. But there's a lot of great speakers there, and there's a lot of identification there, and I would encourage you to go there and enjoy. Okay. I am going to check it and, out. But listen to the Bob Anderson Women's Retreat. Right. Okay. And listen to everything that Bob Anderson, all of the Bob Anderson recordings, That's, if you want if you great. want to know what primetime is about. The rest of it I'm is... I'm going to write this down. Bob Anderson. Yes. Oh, I did incessantly. You're absolutely right, Randy. Yeah. Exactly on that. The Women's Retreat. Well, that was Bob's meeting. That was Bob's Bob's meeting, and really, what prime time was was Bob sponsored a bunch of guys, and they wanted to have a place to meet, and they were meeting at a restaurant, and it got too big for the restaurant, so they moved to a meet. He they got a room, and it was Bob sharing to the guys that he sponsored, and then 
the guys that he sponsored said, hey, we have a room now. Can we bring the guys that we sponsor? And so then it became like a meeting. And then those guys didn't even know that it was a Bob thing for his sponsees. And they invited their friends. And then it was a primetime meeting. Wow. And, and Bob so led it every Bob led it every Monday night, just like I do this meeting. This meeting was a group of guys that I was sponsoring in London that we used to meet on Skype for this has been going on for over 10 years now, maybe 11 or 12 years. You've had this meeting, Randy, for 10 years? Over 10 years, I think, yeah, Wednesdays oh, with them. God bless. And then Saturday, the Saturday meeting's been going forever, forever and ever. That, that I, mean, I used to go to in person. What's that? Yeah, we used to have the an Saturday in-person Saturday yeah. meeting. Wow. And, uh, wow. and that's been around forever. Wow. So they're not in person? Any longer? They're not hybrid at all? I had a Sunday night meeting, but it was a weird night and nobody was showing up from L.A. So I just said, all right, well, it was all new people that didn't really understand and didn't weren't interested in meditating. <coughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Well, thank you for the clarification. Yeah, and it's all good. It's Go good to primetime. It's all good. I'll be back on New Year's Day and oh, I'm planning please. on making it to that moment. Yes. <laughs> yes. <I laughs> that was funny. I was laughing when you said that. If you can make it. Only by the grace of God, I will. But thank you all. And have all right. a wonderful day. It's good to see you again. Good to see you. Bye bye. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for a great back to back moment. Thanks, Annie. And great to see bye, you. Guys. All right, bye. Nikki. I'll call you. I'm gonna get in the car in a little bit. I'll call you. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Goodbye, everybody.